But with my expert opinion, that was the greatest fight ever, dog. I was watching the fuck it. Give me Santos. Give me the give me the biggest dog on the card. Geary's gonna break the old man. And I hate to say it. We've been on that rock star regiment, knowing that I'm heaven sent higher than I ever been. I got a problem with what's going on, guys, and welcome to the Totally Blitz Fight Club. Before we hop into the action, please do us a favor, like this video, subscribe to the channel. And if you aren't watching this on YouTube, what the fuck are you doing? We appreciate all the listeners on the podcast. Come hop on the YouTube at Totally Blitz. But let's get into it. Let's introduce the get uh, the host of the shows today. It's Paul Pick and Win of Concha. I'm pouring up my shot, and I'm joined with. Hey man, you already know it's that boy Kev, Water Boy's boy, aka the Don Pye, aka the nigga on the screen right now, aka the next the next winner of the tournament of power. Damn. Y'all ain't check out that Monday episode. We had a deep conversation about DBZ, man. So make sure y'all go check that shit out, man. But don't hey. forget about my dog. Hey, I missed out on that. No cap. But what's going on, y'all boys? It's PT. Shit, man. Let me know next time y'all talking Dragon Ball Z, man. I'm hopping hey. on. Yeah, shit, we That's be going to Monday episodes, brother. Monday episodes be lit, but I know your ass be at work early in the morning. Yeah, I be seeing y'all recording early. I fuck with DBZ, though. Man, we can definitely run some type of something like late night type shit. Something on the weekend, save it. But cheers, my guys. We made it to another UFC pay-per-view, boys. And we're going international again. First time ever in Asia. Hey, bro, no cap. I'm not going to lie. Motherfucker, I love to see the UFC in Asia because, like, it's the closest thing I have to I have to anime and martial arts because, like, besides for, like, Bruce Lee movies, like, this is the only other time I get to see niggas fuck each other up to the fullest. So I'd be so happy for every UFC pay-per-view. I kind of like it because uh, if it, I've never, I mean, shit, it's the first UFC in China, but um, if it's anything South like those Japanese Asia. crowds or Southeast Asia, if it's anything like those Japanese crowds or the Korean crowds are like in boxing, you're gonna hear everything because them they be quiet. They're very they're very respect. They let you hear everything, bro. I was about, I was about to ask y'all, do y'all realize? Because I was watching the NUA fight, bro, and like it was like if it was theater or something, like they was like quiet, like during the action. And as soon as something like popped off, you hear all the clapping and cheering, but then they go silent for a little bit. I'm like, they really respectful, bro, because American fans, we just be drunk, screaming. Ah. I, like, you just hear nonstop noise the whole – people not even watching the fight, people on their phones and shit, like – Beyond that, Javante Davis. <laughs> like, the NUA – yeah, literally. The NUA fight, bro, the, the bell started, and usually, like, the first bell, the first round is usually, like, when the crowd's the littest, like – Everyone's plugged in. The fight just started. Everyone's hype. This shit was quiet as fuck. Bro, I'm like, you hear their feet on the ring? I'm like, that's different. That must be like that Asian over there. They just more respectful or something. Yeah. I don't know. You know, it's funny. I realized that. I noticed that during, while I was watching the fight. I was like, yo, bro, you hear everything. Because I'm watching them connect. And I'm like, yo, did I hear every connection? That's crazy. Because usually the way I can tell somebody connected is I watch the head move. Like, to tell them if it was a good connection or not, I'll watch, like, to see a nigga go like this or a nigga. Like, I'd be waiting for that. I was like, I heard everything. But I noticed that after I was watching this um documentary Paul told me about called Dark Side of the Ring, where they talk about WWE shit. 
and they went to North Korea, and the boys were completely silent until um Ric Flair got up there, and Ric Flair, you know Ric Flair, Ric Flair know what he's doing, so Ric Flair figured out how to make, how to put the other guy over, and then that's when the crowd started going crazy, and ever since then, I just be looking at um Asian sports different, like even in ping pong, like I thought, I was like, these niggas really be the silent, like you can hear everything, and I'm just like, they just respect it like that, they, they treat everything like golf, I feel like. Even when he got the knockout, it was like they cheered, but then like they kind of like settled uh, down. And then when they when he was doing the interview, like right. you could hear perfectly. Usually when a fighter's doing an interview, you barely can hear them. No, I uh with that Korea thing, Kev, Ric Flair have any country wooing, bro. Don't matter where <laughs> you're from. But yeah, uh I, I just hope – I want to see all of this because I feel like it's going to be kind of like a mix of the apex with the live crowd. Like, you're going to get the the, the the silence in the middle of you're the going, rounds, but then the the electrics, like a packed house going crazy, especially for Zhang Weili. Like, she's the hometown warrior here. Like, this is – like, they're going to – especially her. Like, they're going to go crazy. At the same time, it is a UFC event. So, I mean, that shit probably still – it should be lit. A couple Bud Lights. So, come oh. on, man. So, who's on this card, homie? Yeah, I would say let's hop in this action because, bro, this is stacked, bro. This is going to be fucking – they're going to be going crazy for the first fight we're talking about. We already said one of the fighters. We got Zhang Weili versus Joanna – um, I got. I wrote down her name. I, I got her name in front of me, but I don't want to screw it up because she is a legend. Joanna jo, Jojacek. I'm just going to refer to her as Joanna. Man, Zane, like we said, Zane Ray Lee, this sort of hometown warrior, bro. If the crowd's going to go crazy for one fighter, it's going to be hurt. And if the crowd's going to be a, like a difference maker in any fight, I think it would be this fight here. Let's see. Uh, actually, this is a rematch, if y'all uh, don't know. This is arguably their one fight of the year when they fought back in like 2020. It was it's ranked on Tapology the seventh best fight of USA uh, UFC ever. It was honestly there's a war at the time where Lee was the champion. Joanna was fighting for it. She didn't win it, but uh, let's see. Joanna, in her own right, she was a champion for fucking 966 days. She had five title defenses when she was champion. From back, like she held it from 2015 to 2017. Oh no, I said that's damn near three years. Yeah, two and a half. Yeah. Uh shit. She has the kickboxer background, very precise. She doesn't have heavy hands. I think she's only has like two or three knockouts and like one submission on like a total of 20 fights. So like she really wins a lot of decisions, but a lot of unanimous decisions. Zhang Weili, shit. She's the first ever Chinese title holder. This will be the rematch of arguably the greatest woman fight ever. That's what people refer to it as. And uh, she won by split decision back in 2020. She has the more of a Muay Thai type of fighting. She is fighting out of a new camp, which is going to be kind of nice to see. This is more of a ground uh, camp. So she's been working on wrestling, working on her takedowns. So everyone wants to see if she's going to be the – because she's that Chinese warrior that will walk straight to you and maul you and – is she now going to have that little bit of that wrestling? Because she does have, like, she submitted somebody with an arm bar last year. Like, she has the ground game in the arsenal, but it's not refined. So, and this fight will be 
Whoever wins fights for the title, confirmed by Dana White as of yesterday. For one contender. I like I'd like I'd like to throw one correction to that. You said arguably the best the best one in this fight. I have not seen I've probably seen maybe less than 10 women fights in UFC. But with my expert opinion, that was the greatest fight ever, dog. I was watching the UFC countdown and they're just showing going to blows, blows. The whole time, I mean, that last spinning back here just the fucking wow, pussy nigga. I'm over here like, oh my god, she brought that bitch from she brought that bitch around town to hit your stupid ass like, and they just kept battling like you don't see that in normal anything like, no, no fight. like it was a straight dog fight, no cat fight, dog fight. So yeah, that was definitely the best one. But I just think it's interesting how their careers played out after that, because um. Who is it? Um, Joanna hasn't fought since then, has she? Nope, this will be her first fight back. But and she's then, been living life. Yeah, and then Zhang Li lost twice in a row to um, Rose, right? It happens. It's it's Rose. Like, I know niggas that can't beat Rose, so it's cool. But motherfucking, um, so it's interesting that their careers are kind of at the same exact point. Just, you know, she doesn't have a championship, and she has one more L on her butt on her thing. And then this is what's going to send them to the next point. So it's kind of poetic justice when you look at it, because, like, what if they just rematch immediately? And, like, that's because that's the fight everybody wanted to see again. Like, we just saw the last fucking um, title fight at that, at that weight. Like, that shit was... Loser. So, like, it's interesting Ooh. to see how this plays out because, like, she has all this rust and she's coming off of two bad losses and they were already neck and neck before. So, like, what's going to what's gonna be the um, deciding factor for them? What do you think is going to go down, Marcus? Real quick, real quick before Marcus says name, I will just want to add on to what Kez said uh, with this rematch and like um her back-to-back losses. Zhang Wei Li also, just like Kobe Covington, like she already has two losses to the champ at the time, which was Rose. Was, was she really going to get a third one? Probably not. But now that Exparza's champion, like that, that door is open. Like that slim you know, door. Is- I don't saw it. And they have a better, and she has a better, I feel like she has a better, um, they like match up a little better stylistically because Rose is just a dog. But like Zhang Li and Zayling Esperanza, they might they might dog it out real quick. They might brawl that bitch because you know they're real good on, on their feet. What about you, Mark? What you see out of this fight before we give out picks or anything? Hey, I just gotta shout out that first fight, bro. I remember that shit, bro, because I remember seeing the pictures of fucking homegirls face, bro. Alien head. Oh yeah. my gosh, that shit was what? That bulge on her head, boy. That's a type bulge. Nah, like that shit. I know I haven't seen some shit like like bruising and swelling like that. That shit was some shit, but she was a cutie before too. But <laughs> Joanna, bro, she got hands, bro. Low key. Like she she can throw them. And I, I like her style too. Like I like the way she is and I like how I think for her to win, she's gonna have to try to keep that distance and maybe keep uh how you say her name? Whaley. Yeah, Whaley. You got. I feel like she needs to keep her like at a distance almost, and kind of look for the counter strikes. And I'm pulling for Joanna, man. I, I think she's gonna pull out the upset on the road. But I mean, it's gonna be a tough, tough task because she's coming off the uh, the you know the the fucking two year layoff. She's gonna be on the road and home girls fucking town. So it's gonna it's gonna be hard. But home girls food. Yeah, literally, but but I mean, I'm going with Joanna, man. I think she's gonna 
put the hand. I think it's gonna be another dog fight though. Is it a five round? This is not a five round because it's not a co-main. No, but this is one of out of every week's like you know, like there hasn't always been stacked cards. Like this All is right. a fight. I don't give a fuck if it was the fifth fight on the main event. Like they need five rounds. Like it's arguably yeah. the best fight ever for like not just out of men's and women, but out, out of women's. But like it's, it's up there when it comes to the men's fights as well. I don't know if I have like an exact prediction, but I'm gonna go with my girl Joanna. Bounce back, get it back in blood. That's yeah. it. Because I'm, a, I like Joanna's fighting style as well, but I understand what comes with fighting. There's only one person I've ever seen that can leave and come back, no problem, and that's John Jones. And I don't know Joanna's all John Jones in my opinion. Like she's living her best life and she's doing what she does. She like she's she's kind of giving me like Conor McGregor type vibes. Like motherfucker, she she's living her best life. She's starting her business. She's figuring stuff out. She's driving indie cars, climbing mountains, skiing in the Alps, uh, in the air like a fighter jet. Like she's living but life. She was, but she said she was training every day though, so I don't know if she stayed dedicated, stayed focused. I don't understand. Maybe she just only showed us one part, like, and that's that's part of a strategy. That's cool, but it's just like let's see what that ring rust, what that ring rust can do. But I think Zayn Lee is just hungry. I really feel like she took some tough losses. Did they go to decision when she um lost or she she got knocked out? With the both, so with the first rose fight, it was a first round KO within the like the first minute or so. It was just like a perfectly timed front kick, and uh, mm-hmm. but it, it like people and they ran it back immediately because of that, just because like okay, let's see if you could do it again. And it was honestly, like, I think it was 2-2. Like, that's how I had it going into the fifth round. And then Rose caught her and knocked her again. So then, uh, like, but it's not like Rose, like, bulldozed through her in, uh, in, like, the second one. It was a very good fight. So, like. So, yeah, let's see if she fights a smarter fight. And if she, because if she fights the smart, smarter fight, I can see her being champion again. And, uh. I'm going to co-sign with Kev. I, I like Zane Willie, just the home, the hometown. Like, you're going to have that crowd behind you. And, like, it's one thing to have the crowd behind you in America and Brazil, but, like, to be the first ever UFC in the country. And, like, this is a country that has martial arts, like, for thousands of years. Like, they're going to be, like, backing her heavy, I think. Joanna's comeback, like, ring rust is going to be very – I mean, if she's been training, she's been training, but I still think that ring rust is going to play a part. And the final thing I got for Whaley is just her new camp, her working on her ground game and like becoming a, a Swiss army knife of everything. Like not just being the, the fucking Chinese warrior that's going to walk you down, but to also be able to take you down and switch it up. I think it's just going to open her game up. Hey, bro, you seen Baki, right, Paul? So of when it comes to, when um when it comes to the Chinese, I always Chinese fighting styles. I always think of that Baki um that Baki scene. I can't remember the names because yeah, I smoke a lot of weed. But you know the um the dude, he's like he's Baki's friend and he's Chinese and he was on the other side. He's yeah. like the only person. Kimpo, the Kimpo user or whatever. Yeah, and he was just sitting there like, see, you see what you're doing here? You think you're fine? Ch- Chinese, we figured this out a thousand years ago, and they were just killing us. <laughs> a thousand. You know, I think. I think. I think whatever Joanna brings, Zay, Zay, whoever taught Zayli, they train us learn to figure that shit out a thousand years ago, and they bring it here. Like I just genuinely like her fighting style that much. I can't I, see her losing. Jo- Jonah's, I mean, she's not super old. She's only two years older. She's thirty four, but I feel like her body because she joined the UFC back in twenty fourteen. I think 
Like she's been around with some of the older, like the first women fights. Like she was the second ever champion of this division and held that title for two and a half years. So she's been around, but her body's also taken a lot of damage. And with Wei Lee's fighting style, like I just don't know if that body taking all that damage plus the ring rust. Like, I don't know. I feel really confident about my pick here. Upset life. <laughs> I know. I fuck <laughs> with you. I fuck with you, bro. I know I'm gonna be upset if she loses. I ain't even put no money on it. Nah, facts. I would be a little upset too. I'm talking loud about you, girl. But, but before we get to the co-main events and the main events, what's going on in the UFC world? Man, the UFC world. We still got Nate Diaz being blackballed. They Dana White ain't letting him go, and he ain't setting up no fights for him. Um, so. He's still he's on his anti UFC rants, and then um, more on the bigger news, something that dropped today, seven hours ago to be exact. That boy Charles Oliveira, his next fight will either be October or November. It will be in Abu Dhabi, confirmed. And a lot of people take what Dana White's interview; they think his next opponent will be Islam. It only makes sense that they're in Abu Dhabi, that Islam's backyard kind of, like not backyard, but it's connected there. Where is Abu Dhabi? Dubai? Yeah, on that okay. side of the world. So, like, he's from Dagestan, Russia, which isn't Abu Dhabi, but it's on the same part of the world. And, uh, but that fight, man, if that fight happens, that's that's massive. That's that's the fight that people's been wanting to make. That's going to be a fucking banger. And to get it on this year, we already with stack cards we've already had. I'm just saying, Shamaya McGregor. That's that's me personally, but that's just me. That's just me. <laughs> but uh, Dan, why ain't gonna do that to his homeboy McGregor, bro? He ain't gonna do it to him. Oh, Henry Cejudo's back into the pool. He put his test samples in. Is he gonna come back fight for gold? Is he gonna be uh, winning the belt again? That boy coming back. Yeah, bro, he's coming back. Triple C, King of Cringe. I kind of, I kind of, I kind of want to see him fight because, like, I seen his resume and I'm like, bro, this man has the dream resume of any wrestler. Like, Olympic champion, Olympic gold medalist, um, national champion. Like, this, he's done everything you can. UFC champion. I just want to see. I want, I want to witness a camp to see that boy go up. Like, I, at least one. And, uh, I mean. Our last piece of news is kind of more comedy news. We already talked about it on the recap when we were talking boxing, but it also has to do with the UFC. We have um, Greg Hardy. They packed his bags and kicked his ass up out of the UFC, and uh, now he's going to be on his on his boxing shit. He said, he said thank, thank you. You're making us look bad at the UFC. <laughs> I boy just trying to throw them bombs. That's it. It's always interesting when you – um. I don't know how long he's been training boxing or fighting in general, but it's always interesting picking that up at an older age. Cause look at Roby Romero, like he um he was doing judo and then picked up boxing. He was like eighteen or like nineteen or twenty. So like yeah. it's like it's always interesting because you can see that the person that that person isn't at a ceiling at the age of like at a higher age. Like at like a lot of people they might hit their ceiling at 32, 34, but like or like twenty eight they're like supposed to, but they don't enter their prime really until twenty eight. Till 28, 29, 30. So it's like, like, look, I don't even, I want to say Oliveira, but Oliveira is a good example of somebody that it looks like they just started hitting the prime. Yeah. And it's just, so when older fighters do that, and when older people pick up fighting and they have to go professional, hit the world class levels, it really makes you think, like, damn, where did this person start early? 
I think uh, like Brandon Schaub, who's a former uh, former NFL player for the Texans, who went on to the UFC, and he was a ranked heavyweight. Uh, usually, you, you know, those former NFL players are heavyweights, but uh, I think you can be good, but you have that cap just because you started later than everybody else. Like you have the natural ability, you're a natural athlete. Typically, you made the NFL, so you're the one percent of the one percent. Like you, you are a freak athlete in your own right. But that's only going to get you so far. And then all of a sudden you have a like 10, 12 year difference in skill that, like, you know, like it is, you, you can be good, but I just don't think you can ever hit that the peak unless you started out a little younger or just like, or John Jones, just like, I was just naturally gifted at everything. I'm- yeah, and John's story is crazy. And the mindset is different. Like, if you look at like boxing and Shakur, you'd be needing moments like that when you lose the, when you take second place at the Olympics and you cry. Like you be needing that. It's kind of tough to do that shit when you're older. But yeah. like you do that shit when you're like 14, 16, like that shit's gonna make you the best. You yeah, that's why he's not losing now. That's like Xander Zayas, bro. Boy can't fight. He's boo-hooing, bro. That's a champion. Yeah. Champion. <laughs> but let's get into these co-main event, boys. We got arguably the woman's MMA GOAT. What's not arguably is that she's number one pound for pound in the um for women's rankings. Valentina Bullet Shevchenko versus new dog on the block, Talia Santos. Man, I'm just gonna real quick before I say anything, I'm just gonna go over my my dog Shevchenko's resume. Eight-time Muay Thai gold winner, went nine times, one and got one silver. So then, 59 and two pro kickboxing record. She's never been beaten at 125 in the UFC. Fucking, she's only losses in the UFC when she went up to 135 to fight Nunez. In the second fight, she honestly, a lot of people, it was a split decision to go Nunez's way. A lot of people think Shevchenko won. So that resume, like, she's arguably the GOAT, like, just eight gold medals, bro. Like, that's just insane. And go 59 and two in pro kickboxing and the biggest kickboxing promotion in the world. That's insane, bro. Who's boring to do this? Fucking resume. And then on the other side, Santos. I mean, not the same resume, but she came on the scene. First eleven fights, ten of them were first round knockouts or just first round uh, uh, finishes. She got insane power in her hands. She can wrestle you. It's honestly the odds. He's plus four fifty. But if you know anything about Shevchenko her opponents are usually plus a thousand plus 800. So they're really giving Santos some real like credit here to be only 450 against her. Santos look nice. Yeah. 19 and one. And her one loss was a controversial split decision, which some people think she should have won, which would put her at 20 and 0 right now. And when she beats people, she beats them. Like when she fought a wrestler in Robertson, she wrestled her. She took her to the ground, controlled her, dominated her. When she fought someone on the feet like Wood, she knocked her ass down and then submitted her. Like she, she beats you in your own game. And to be a prospect, to be able to do that with some veterans who have fought for titles, that's why she's fast tracked here against Valentina. Jeez. You call it fast tracking? What's that? 19 fights? That's pretty. But she's only have a, I think she has four fights in the UFC. Oh, five, maybe, maybe five. Oh, her one loss. So yeah, five, which kind of set her back one, but like, and she's only 28, I believe. So she's right. Like you said, that 28, she's in her prime. Valentina's a little older, but like, 
she's she's probably only lost two rounds ever like and and like one was to joanna who we talked about a little bit ago who's who's another goat in her own right and like watched one round of one other person like she does like she doesn't just beats them she like john jones beats them like she john jones beats them. yeah like she makes you shows the difference in skill she like holly Holm, who used to fight at featherweight which is like 20 pounds over what valentina fights at when she, when they fought she was body to body in the clinch and like her angle and flipping her ass over her like just like she's and she usually she's like a 115er so like she's going up to 120 so like for her to be able to throw some of these bigger people the way she does and be smaller than them awesome them hoes it shows her strength and just technique like just being able to use people's weight and momentum shit like that but i mean Who's picking Santos? That's been my first question. Is anyone here taking the massive dog? Anyone riding the dog? Marcus, you on the dogs already? Hey, so, no, I'm gonna shout out Santos, but I'm not. I'm not taking the dog on this one. But I was watching her and she looked nice, bro. And like, she no, she she looked good. I think I think this is gonna be. I don't know though, because last. I think this is gonna be fight of the night. This one right here. I think this one's gonna be a little dog fight, but. I'm going, you know, I'm going to take the OG, the GOAT. I can agree with that. I think this would be fighter tonight. I just think it's just wrong place, wrong time. Like, look at Glover. We'll, we'll talk about this in the next one. But look at Glover takes care of big guys. Like, the motherfucker lost to John Jones. That was his own championship loss. So, like, it happens. Like, you just have somebody really fucking good in your division. So, I think win, lose, Santos, still going to be – the best, the other, the next probably. You're going to get a title shot again, for sure. You're going to see it again. So, like, I got to take, I got to take, um, pro, how you say it last name? A Shevchenko. I got to take my future wife in this one, because if she, if she sees this, she's going to be like, oh, my goodness, you didn't pick me against the Brazilian. <laughs> see, like, I want to pick Shevchenko just because that's, that's the GOAT for to me, like, I didn't know her stats until I went on the UFC app and I was looking at the fights. She has a 68% significant strike accuracy. Wow. Like, it's not just how, like, she hits hard was just, like, the per, the precision. Like, when we talk about Shakur Stevenson in boxing, it's just, like, in any way, it's not just the power that they carry. It's just the, the footwork and precision when they hit you that, like, makes that shit way more powerful. And that's 59 and two pro kickboxing record and the biggest like kickboxing promotion in the world. Like she's definitely refined. She definitely has all, but it's kind of scary. Cause like she's John Jones to everybody uh, to this point where like, how much has she really changed her game or is she really just so much better than everybody that she hasn't really had to change her game. And I think right. Santos, I agree. I think this will be fire tonight. Just cause I think Santos is going to be the first real test for her. I think in the last like two or three years, like Man. Santos is in her prime and she can do, she, she's made everything look effortless herself. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I was saying. She just looked fluid and she looked real nice when I was watching that clips. I can't wait to see the ring walks for this one. Cause like, I don't really give a true fuck about anything until I see like how you walk down. Like I should do not, you are, Devin Haney and Cambosis last week, I did not give no fucks until I seen them boys hit their walks and all that. And that's, now I started getting chills. I'm getting hyped. I got to smoke to calm down. 
Like, that's all. I want to see their ring walks. And I feel like both of these two are going to come out so determined, so focused, and so I'm willing to die that this is going to be fight of the night, month, year. We'll see. Give, give me Shevchenko just because you can't go against the GOAT. Ah. Fuck it. Give me Santos. Give me the give me the biggest dog on the card. Man, boy. Just because my gut, like Kev knows this from the football. Like, there would be times where like, I always think the better team, but my gut's just been sitting there like, bro, just go with the dog. Bro, the dog is, something's barking in this dog. dog. Yeah, I used to love when they nigga do that shit. That's that's how I won the um that's how I won the um playoff championship. Facts, but I think the Santos she's hungrier. Shevchenko's has been on top of that mountain. Like we saw it with Nunes, she has been on top of the mountain for so long. And like as far as her honestly, it was like her first real test in a while. Like someone who's dominated people up to that point. All right. And like this might be our first time to really compare her to something. And like, let's see, like, so give me Santos. I'm not betting on it. I'm not gonna put. Actually, I might just because the odds are so big. I might throw a little five on it. A little five on it. I might match you. A little put a five on it. But yeah, and um, I just don't think Santos just looks big. Like for this division, I feel like she can just muscle her way into this dub. I thought that she looked huge. I thought it was just me. I was like, yo, but she looked like she's my size. She kind of reminds me of Nunes, like just her build and just like she just looks like a, a muscular, like just her physique, like she's built yeah, for fighting. I can see that. She's tough. I wouldn't want to take a punch from her. Like that, she is an issue. She got it. But let's talk this main event. This is what everyone's stadium <laughs> for. We got the light heavyweight champion of the world, Glover Texera versus. Yuri Prozaka. The OG. Oof, this is another man. I sent y'all a picture of Yuri's resume before we even hopped into the podcast so y'all could get a visualization of just the one-man wrecking crew that is known as Yuri Prozaka. And he's he's seen one decision in his whole career, and that was just a two-round fight. He went up against Dominic Reyes, former ti- like a title contender himself in his own right. Gave him a spinning back elbow that has turned the lights out and left the Fucking body. dropped his ass on his noggin. Right, and, like, his highlight reel, honestly, is one of the best highlight reels I've ever seen. Just from the, the spinning elbows to the head kicks to the, just the heavy hands and, like, the motionless bodies that he leaves behind. That boy be a fucking monster. And, uh, but everyone knows the story of Glover. 42-year-old when he wins the belt over Jan last year. Boy, it gets better with age. That, yeah, but the little, the little uh, what's what they call them? When they age the wines and whatever. <laughs> Ages wine. What have y'all, uh, what do y'all see going into this? Not just seeing, oh, no, that boy Kev, that boy Kev got the antenna. The, the way of the warrior. The way, the way, the way of the warrior. Ichi. Okay, I'll let you talk your boy. Talk Yuri. Let, let the audience know about Yuri Prozaka. Prozaka. One, of my fellow, one of my fellow warriors. Bro, I'm not going to lie to you, dog. I was pro-Glover this whole time because I have so much respect for um the person he beat. 
to get the championship and his age and everything like that. And the fact that like his biggest loss was to John Jones. So I was like, oh shit. Like, yo, these he gonna die before he give up this belt. And then and that I was met, a good fight, too. And then I met Yuri. He rocked me, John Jones. Oh my gosh. So first off, Glover Tech, this is gonna be a great fight. If it wasn't for that last fight, this would have been a fight of the night without a cap, without a doubt. But because it's gonna be a brawl, like these niggas ain't coming in here to tap each other. Well, maybe. But um, these motherfuckers ain't coming in here to do a bunch of extra shit. The only time you're gonna see somebody getting grabbed or anything like that, it's probably because somebody's trying to recover. So they might have somebody, they might have took a shot on a nigga in the motherfucking um on the cage or something. But I just see, I gotta go with my dog Yuri on this one. He trains, he's out this Paul, it's Paul, Paul's an asshole telling me the nigga trains, he meditates by waterfalls, waterfalls, but his fighting style is so pure and he respects, he respects um Grover's game. Like the I'm a big, I'm a firm believer, and I look for little things in the fighters just to see like, hey, okay, he 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 too full of himself. He hasn't had nobody punch him in the face before. Like, because if you ever think about it, every good basketball player was probably the best player in their whole county or state um, until, right. they, until they got to the league and then they became Patrick Beverly. Like, motherfucking, motherfucking, that's how it goes. <laughs> but, like, I'm thinking, like, yo, this dude's really in his own world. He knocks everybody out, so he feels unstoppable. You know, he's respectful. You can tell that. I bet you all camp, he was, he, they have a game, they have a specific game plan. They're going to stick to it, and he's going to go out there and brawl. So I really am excited to see my first Yuri fight. And you know, go for Texas. I hope he survives. But um, yeah, bro, this is gonna be a good one. What about you, Mark? What's you? Do uh, you have anyone? You have a certain pick or? <sighs> nah, man. I, I I'm going with the the ponytail killer, man. I I think it's gonna be like a maybe a passing of the torch almost. Like, I think this is gonna be his night where he puts on a show and. It could end early, man. I feel like it, it, it could have a chance to end there. I don't wanna I don't wanna talk too down on the OG like that, but I feel like it could end early. I I don't know, man. I think it's gonna be one of those nights where it's like a career night for dude and boy's gonna get it out early. Well, I do agree with the Yuri talk and everything. There's this one question mark I do just have for Yuri, and it's the ground game. And it's just yeah. because I haven't seen him there. And it's because he's so dominant. Up. He controls when he's on the feet. So we don't ever really see him on his back trying to fight for his way up and everything. Right. So if Glover can get him to the ground, which everyone knows that boy, Glover, the submission artist, that boy's going to turn turn the lights out if he gets you down there so refined. But I just – I don't know if Glover can take him down. That's, that's the big thing to me. I'm like – if he can take him down, I'm Glover might submit him. There might be we might be looking like fools with eggs on their head. But Yuri just been looks so nice. <laughs> the art of war. And he's just another Czech Republic killer, bro. Like just like Chemayev, like these uh he was a former rising champ over in Japan. And this man's done everything so effort. Not I would say effortlessly, but just look at if you haven't go on ESPN and look up his resume and look at all the TKO, KO, doctor stoppages, corner retirements. Someone flat out retired. Um, never fighting again. If this dude's here, I'm never fighting again. I'm, I'm tired of this shit. Yeah, and like just watch his fucking highlight reel, bro. Just does that spinning elbow he put up Dominic Reyes. Wow. 
hopefully Glover break. Geary's gonna break the old man, and I hate to say it. It's 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 a beautiful it's it's beautiful, right? Because you look at this. Because Glover Tech Sarah is a fucking dog, but he also has a fight. When did he win the championship? UFC two sixty nine. Uh, I I don't know the exact number, but it was last year or so. Oh, I can second. definitely find out the number for. Give me two seconds. It was like or like two seventy one, something like that. And I think um, he beat Jan Blahovitz second round submission two sixty seven. Yeah, so it's been a little second, man. October thirtieth, twenty twenty one. So almost not a year. Too bad. Not yeah. too bad. It's been a little second. You know, older, you got to keep joints a little warmer. So we'll see if Yuri, if Glover Texera is a true champion. I will say that, you know, without a doubt. So he's going to go in there. He's going to put a fight. And if he can get him to the ground, which should be his main game plan, since nobody's seen him do it, it's up to, and leave it up to Yuri. Like, yo, you're going to get out of this and take it back up top? Or you're going to let me, or you're going to hold my weight this whole round? I'll let you hold my weight while I'm trying it while. And then I, I'm just gonna slowly do small moves and get get my get a lock it, get a, maybe a rear naked choke, an arm bar, a guillotine, like something dangerous. Like so, it's up to Yuri's ground game, which you should, which all they should have practiced. Can you stand straight up after getting taken down, or is he gonna hold you? Like it's up to that. And if you and if you do stand straight up, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna let him take you down again? So that's a very interesting because there's that huge question mark. There's a gray area because we've never seen it happen. There's no film on it. So like it's gonna be nice. It's gonna be a good fight. It is gonna be a good fight. And uh but how do y'all feel about wait, what you just gonna say, Paul? I was just gonna add in a note. I forgot to bring it up when you asked me about other news, but there's a fight set up for um uh it's gonna be in Dallas in July 30th. And it's between Anthony Smith and Mohammed uh, or Maglamed Akhlaev. And whoever wins that fight will fight the winner of this fight for the belt. Nice. Isn't um Jan, everyone's put a big question mark because Jan won his last fight. Remember, we covered it and we uh we thought that was gonna be the number one contender fight. So I guess Jan gotta do some more something else. I seen um Justin Gaethje and Portier. Is it Portier? Is that something that's in the works? That's something that yeah, no, I did, that is happening as well. I'm not sure they didn't put a date on it yet. I don't believe, but they UFC have to fight. UFC be leaking shit like that. It always seem like them boys just be leaking shit, kid. Like it's a lot of shit that like. Mariano got booted because all the shit he could dig out. So I feel like it's just people know they tell somebody, and then all of a sudden some, somebody tells a reporter, and then bam, we get the news: Poirier, Justin Gaethje too might be in the works. That shit's probably easy to leak shit from the UFC one company. Bro, we saw the whole billboards on the live the other day. Yeah, what a, just... nah, he had to do that shit on purpose, bro. Like, come on, bro. I know he's not that much of an idiot. Like, he's literally doing an interview flat with the whole fucking war room behind you. Like, come on. I thought I was tripping. I was like, yo, is he trying to let me see this shit? That's crazy. I went and watched the interview. I'm like, bro, there's literally like the full slap board. Like, there's no way he didn't realize that shit. I don't know. Maybe he did it on purpose to get shit pumping for the year. Good business, man. Good fucking business. But hey, that could that could have been a smart little business move now. How do y'all feel about this man, Dan? He's going he's going country to country, man. Boy, they said they're working on Paris, France right now. Who else? Where else did they say they want to go? They want to go to um. They just set up the London card. They just um, 
Then they got the Paris car coming. Abu Dhabi. They're in Singapore this year, this week. Yeah, Abu Dhabi. I think they're going to get a Mexico card set up soon. Yeah, I was about to say, they should go to Mexico. That would probably go crazy. That shit would go crazy. Niggas get their shit. They're trying to get a – you need a Mexican fighter, though, because you need someone fighting for the belt. And they almost they have one female fighter, but they're try, I think they need another male fighter to kind of. They probably need like a, a bigger name. Yeah, that's interesting, man. But hey, Dana White's my favorite businessman. I'm not gonna lie. You hey, Dana you. White, come to Tampa, Florida, man. Emily Arena. What have they, have they been to Tampa before? Fuck no, probably not. They probably been to like Miami, Jacksonville. Miami. The only fight I've seen. The only fight I've seen like that close was that Jake Paul shit in the Emily Arena. I feel like more boxing events and more fighting events should happen in the Lightning Stadium. That would be dope, bro. Well, I know Tampa's growing, bro. They're building more and more, so I would not be shocked if they start building some fights over in Tampa. That would be lit, bro. Emily Arena, bro. I'll be there in a heartbeat. Oh, bro. I've been wanting to go to a UFC event, bro. That's on my checklist. I've been to Everything else, I need to go to see a USC event. Nigga, you want to see rugby? I ain't see rugby. That's some <laughs> shit I could care less about. Yeah, we could add rugby to the list. That shit dangerous. Imagine just going, move, bitch, give me that. Like, that's nah, rugby, that's them boys are built like Terminators, bro. There's no way that shit's real. Those are fake people. Those are robots. So next, everybody. No necks and super quads. That's Volkanovski, bro. That's what he was before uh, he came to UFC. It makes no necks and big ass quads. But nah, man. But shit, man. What else is going on, man? Nah, I think that's really it. We covered all the fights. Um, if you ask me, there's gonna be two new champions walking out on uh, Saturday night. We got. Uh, I got Yuri. I got Santos. And I got that uh Zhang Wei Li. Zhang Wei Li. Zhang Wei Li. And I got a beat. So this has been another episode of the Totally Blitz Podcast. You know we're gonna talk that shit. You know we're gonna talk that fading shit. And you know we're gonna call you a motherfucking bitch. Problem with the problematic. Get the light beam on me ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting. Then my gang got tools, you can call them.